tuning into Small Big Wings, a window to the world of young, ambitious problem solvers. They are makers, designers, builders, hackers, scientists who heard their inner voice and amplified it. To learn more about our guest and to view the highlights of this episode, head on over to fbw.hvj.coach. I wanted to know how the idea of the podcast came about and what are you doing with your time in your life and where do you live? All right, Julia. So it's, it's like the roles have reversed now. So let's take it that way. I live in Aurangabad. I have been living in Aurangabad for the last close to 12, 13 years. Till early 2020, I was part of a large corporate. I was leading a large corporate for India. And then as I moved out, it is what you do, helping find the inner voice. I tried uh, talking to myself for the last few years that what could be done for my own intellectual excellence and for my own intellectual stimulation. And I thought that podcast is something which can keep my learning and development journey on. And the idea was always to talk to people who have had an inner calling to solve a problem, a social problem as far as possible, or break a myth or find a new path which have not been found and talking to such people and trying to cover that journey from that intangible calling which they had to the tangible reality which they have made out, try to capture some of those moments in these podcasts. And as a result, reach out to the listeners uh, to tell them, do not ignore your inner voice. It's very subtle, but it's there and give it some importance. So that is how this journey of Small Big Win started. The, the name itself has been coined by one of uh, my guests. I, I did not have a name till I did the fifth or sixth episode. And the logo has also been done by one of the guests. Amazing. Yeah. So did you find some connect with what you saw on Small Big Wins? I did. I First of all, I really love the name uh, itself. Like it's... It's such a beautiful name and I also like, like I like the idea of sharing people's stories and driving wisdom through that. So I love that. Yeah. And like you have a fantastic daughter. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that's something I just want yeah. to see. I'm, I can see a lot of where her own like sense of curiosity comes from. Yeah. I also have one another question, but I don't know whether it should be part of the podcast at all or not. Because you also have a weird surname, so I want to ask if you're also Kashmiri, uh, do you speak Kashmiri if you are at all? Yeah. Yeah. We both end with double O's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we are not, don't belong to Kashmir, haven't even been there, but would love to. We are actually from a district in Rajasthan. And originally Marwadis, but our forefathers came and settled uh, in, in Amrauti in Maharashtra. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Delhi. Swastika grew up at four or five different places, went to 12 schools. So oh, wow. I have been all around the country for work. Aurangabad was the latest thing got settled over here. So you are in Dharamshala. I am. But this is for this time or because I see a lot of your primary work is in Delhi, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I moved to Dharamshala during COVID and uh, since then I've been here because a lot of our programs have also become online and uh, I'm able to manage with a bit of travel. So this is what it is as of now. Okay. And, and Dharamshala was a choice or there were some earlier routes? Oh, this is my home. I grew up in Dharamshala. Oh, okay. All right. Great. Great. All right. So, so Jigyasa, I have a small intro written for you, which I will read out first. And then my idea would be to hopefully try to ask you certain things which may have been asked, but hopefully we can get some different provocative uh, questions and answers um, during this time. And let's see how it goes. Our guest today is Jigyasa Labru. She is the co-founder and CEO of Slam Out Loud, a not-for-profit to foster voice in children from the disadvantaged communities with the vision that every individual will have a voice that empowers them to change lives. In about four years, the impact has reached 50,000 children and close to 1,000 villages. Jigyasa talks not about developing confidence, but developing creative confidence. Small Big Wins is about inner callings, and Jigyasa is on a journey to help unearth many inner callings. It is a privilege to converse with you today, Jigyasa. Welcome to Small Big Wins. 
Thank you so much, Harsh. I'm really happy to be here and can't wait to have this conversation with you. Good. Let me ask you this first. This Teach for India experience. Yes. Now, I think this ignited the thought in you for using the creative expression to help the disadvantaged children. And you notice that it was society's dreams for children were limited to academic outcomes and job securities. But to be able to realize that, how has your own growing up contributed? Yeah, I think the roots for me both becoming a teacher or starting an organization that focuses on expression and voice were definitely like uh, soon during my childhood. So I grew up as this child whose teachers thought it was a problem that I was a really shy child. So I wouldn't talk much in the class and sit at the back. And I remember one of my teachers telling my mother and I never thought it was a problem for me as a child to not to not be like talking as much. Like I think I was completely fine. But I am also glad that happened because I got so although artistic opportunities in Dharamshala are limited where I grew up, but my mother uh, did everything uh, that she could so that I could get spaces for expression. So I learned how to sing, how to dance. Like singing was something we would do at home. So not really learned it, but I learned music, playing, and I learned how to paint. And I think these spaces just helped me develop a sense of self-esteem as a child. And if I did not have that, I think my life would really have been different. So that's one thing. And the second was the impact of great teachers. I was in fourth grade. And I had this absolutely fabulous teacher called Manisha Ma'am, who I think by the sheer power of her unconditional love, unconditional positive regard to everybody in the class, was able to make me feel that I was worthy uh, and that I was enough as a child. And that's a very powerful feeling to have as a child, uh, to feel that you don't have to like score well or you don't have to be obedient and disciplined and all of those things to, to be able to receive love. And I think it was her impact on me as a child, which made me think about how much the role of a teacher is impactful and the reason why I joined the Teach for India Fellowship. So I think these seeds were sown quite early on when I was growing up. It's interesting, the butterfly effect. Yeah. <laughs> At least we can trace it till Manisha, ma'am, but I don't know what her own life was. Yeah. Yeah. Every individual has the capacity to find their voice. What is it that makes you so sure about this? Because most of us don't have it. And, and not only as children, even as grown-up adults. Yeah, yeah. I think we're so busy turning our children into becoming someone, uh, which is often that someone is like doctors or pilots or engineers, or all of that. And while children are growing, we often forget that probably the hardest journey in life is to become oneself and to realize one's own essence and potential. And, and I believe that as long as there are spaces where individuals or children get to express where they, their answers are not bucketed into the categories of rights and wrongs, where, where they feel that what their opinion is as important as what somebody else's ideas or opinions are, I feel that children have, and individuals for that matter, have the potential to find their own voice. I, I also mean that all of us have creative ideas, right? All of us come up with things that are original, that we haven't read somewhere else. And only maybe sometimes later we found out that find out that these ideas have been talked about before. But children have the most original ideas. There's this collection of the questions that children have asked, which have been philosophical inquiries. So children have asked questions like, if I lose my eyes, my body, what will be me? This is a question a legit like child of four years has asked. Then sometimes children ask um, questions like, uh, how am I sure that this is not a dream and this is real? So these are all questions that children ask. And these are, for children, these are original questions. Even though we have Descartes who has like, like expounded on that question or put out a whole philosophical inquiry on that question. So we know that everybody has original ideas. Everybody has creativity happening in them. But what we fail to build is the courage or the confidence uh, to put it out in the world. And it 
it keeps dying as children grow up so i feel that if that potential is tapped into if that originality is responded to with love and care and is nurtured rather than suppressed everybody has the potential to to find who they um, are to whatever extent and with that develop their own voice yeah. and where did you study and grow up i studied and grew up in dharamshala so uh, if you <laughs> i studied engineering right out of school yeah all right so you are an engineer i am yeah wow right. that's the usual reaction it's either or it is what <laughs> no it's it's actually great i think there have been some people i have met who had fallen out in between of doing medicine because they could give that weightage to their inner voice so if you have completed engineering and done this it's a choice which you have made and i'm doing that wow more out of respect for your choice i would have been a bad engineer i think that <laughs> continue that path so so i do understand when you say manisha ma'am was a very big influence for you and teach for india happened but are there some other indelible experiences while growing up or stories which made you do what you did yeah i think uh, this is a very special story to me and it's more during i like i'm still growing up so i will not make that categorization but i was in the fellowship and i had uh, so my parents are from kashmir they are kashmiri pandits but they they suffered through the exodus and their homes were burnt and their families had to leave kashmir so that's also the reason i grew up in dharamshala and i visited kashmir for the first time as a 22 year old and i had started this project slam out loud in my classroom where children were expressing through poetry stories theater and i went to this uh, school in a conflict area in kashmir and uh, i'd done this workshop which i'd done about 70 75 times till then which was about every child picks up an emotion they want to write about and i take them through a structure through which they can write this poem about an emotion they are feeling and in that classroom in kashmir the first few emotions that came up were anger sadness hate confusion and it just made me feel or think about how important spaces for children to talk about what they feel should not just be a good to have they should be a must have for every child i think that was a trigger in thinking about slam out loud as not just a passion project but a, but an organization doing things in a slightly more structured manner getting more people involved to bring such safe spaces to children and i think that's been an important but also hugely impacting story in my own life because at that point of time when children said these emotions as a teacher i did not know what to do next but what i was glad about was that at least children found the space to talk about the emotions they wanted to talk about everyone says i have to learn perspective i have to know more perspective i do that all the time but you say i have unlearned perspective <laughs> uh, i'm wondering if where you heard that from but i also i think i do know uh, where you heard that from so so i think i agree that perspective matters a lot and and that being able to see one situation from different perspectives is surely a strength in any kind of situation but when i say that i've unlearned perspective in this journey of working with children it's it's also about having a clean slate to absorb uh, often so for example so the classroom that i'm talking about in kashmir right i walked in with 70 plus perspectives that i had gotten through the 70 plus workshops that i had taken until then and then when the children like threw these words at me i think i unlearned that it it was blank i didn't and i did not know how to respond but being open to that experience also made me think about how powerful this is made me take an important step in my own life so i think that was a little bit about like unlearning of of the perspective i had gotten till then to being open to this new perspective that i was getting i would have been talking about how when we look at children um, like their perspective is something that we don't like count at all and they are like children could be probably the most marginalized 
uh, people in the world like often when we think of marginalized people we think of people who have done protests or done something children have not been able to <laughs> stage protests or strikes but they are definitely marginalized because they don't have a voice in the systems that we are part of so i think working with them has for me created an open space created an open slate rather than always slate which has 10 perspectives which are like shining bright yeah i think as a system we are trying to do everything for children and yet ending up doing nothing for them really when the teach for india moment happened and then the flame out loud moment happened were your parents your friends surprised i am sure they were of course it's just my mom she's a single parent and i think there was some sort of surprise but there was also like some degree of faith which kept going up and down so it wasn't like it was all smooth sailing it was like acha like if this is what i wanted to sure and then in the middle of the teach for india fellowship it would be like when will this end and you'll get back to being normal uh, or doing normal things i am sure there was surprise but i think like kudos to my mom and my family to to be able to adjust to this discovery i was doing for myself not all not 100% of the moments were supportive but a lot of them were and that made a huge difference to my life did you then or even now do you carry any fear yeah so i am very like like i wish i was fearless but i'm not i just live with the fear and that's okay i accept it as especially like being an entrepreneur it's a very ambiguous territory to operate in also for a cause that is often seen as a good to have not a must have underfunded all of these things deprioritized i arts we all know arts in education is so deep so being in this space is a little scary but it's also exceedingly exciting at the same time so i think i i just live with that fear and maybe i will be fearless one day but i can't guarantee there is no fear of failure yeah as of now not so much now it's just gotten reduced i think in the beginning there was a lot now it's just gotten reduced and and the idea is to really fail fast fast can i like try things and fail and learn and come back that's more important to me than uh, not failing yeah but failure will happen like i'm that's yeah if we are not failing then we are not trying new things no in a large way what you do enables to create a lot of sensitivity in the children isn't it yeah So in this journey what are some of the most beautiful words which children have spoken and which have completely moved you So many so there there are some really cute ones so one child she was in Sikkim i remember this her name was Zangmu and she wrote i have a dog who sleeps like a log i was just mind blown by that uh, it was incredibly visual and um, and she had talked about how she still you know loved that dog it was a street dog that she was talking about then there is abbas who has written a poem called darare or so that's so beautiful and so it makes you want to pause in your tracks right or chanda jyoti ki kavita hai ek mool bhav to usme wo kehte hain ki ha sab cheezon ka mool bhav hota hai और उसमें एक बीच में वो लाइन कहते हैं सो द होल पोम इज अबाउट हाउ वी आर सोसाइटी पुट सरप्राइज टू एवरीथिंग दिल के दैट आल्सो ब्रिंग्स अ वेरी ब्यूटीफुल विविड इमेजरी यार टू द पोम्स मैंने वो सुना और उसमें ये भी लाइंस हैं यहां मेरे दुपट्टे की लंबाई और कुर्ते की चौड़ाई को नापते हैं और बताते हैं मुझ में कितनी हया और इज्जत कितनी है क्योंकि यहां सब चीजों का मोल भाव होता है बिल्कुल वो बहुत पावरफुल लाइंस हैं एक बच्ची है सुप्रिया शी हैज रिटन अ पोम कॉल्ड नंबर्स एंड इन दैट शी टॉक्स अबाउट द स्कूल सिस्टम एंड शी टॉक्स अबाउट द वॉल्स ऑफ द स्कूल आर सो हाई दैट ओनली द ब्रिक्स कैन सी द वर्ल्ड आउटसाइड या इट्स सो पावरफुल मुस्कान है उसकी पोम है व्हिच इज अबाउट इंडियन नोमेनक्लेचर एंड उसमें एक लाइन पीपल आर नेम्ड आफ्टर फ्लावर्स बट दे नेवर गेट टू ब्लूम व्हाई आर वी सो अनअवेयर अबाउट द मैजिक व्हिच पोएट्री कैन ब्रिंग and if it just us as a society or this is more like in in most of the society it's so deeply entrenched into who we are and how we are that we've forgotten it we've taken it for granted so for example 
we see poetry everywhere right what would life be if suddenly our movies don't have songs in them uh, or we don't have all the songs we listen to that's at the end of the day that's poetry if you removed all the advertisements that's ads that's art and तो हम रियलाइज नहीं करते हैं कि हमारी लाइफ को आर्ट कितना आसान बना देती है ओ हाउ रेलिवेंट इट इज हाउ इंग्रेड इट इज इन टू आर एवरी डे लाइफ दर सो मच ब्यूटी अराउंड आर बेडशीट्स आर कटन लाइक इट्स ऑल इन अ वे आर्ट बट वी जस्ट फॉर गेट दैट दिस इज आर्ट एंड लाइक आर चिल्ड्रन शुड गेट ऑल ऑफ इट एंड मोर ऑफ इट सो ये तो मुझे ऐसे नहीं लगता कि पोइट्री है नहीं हमारी लाइफ में हमारी लाइफ में है हम बस देख नहीं पा रहे हैं या हमने उसको इतना फॉर ग्रांटेड ले लिया दैट वी आर अनएबल टू स्पॉट हाउ मच ऑफ अ डिफरेंट डिफरेंस इट मेक्स इमेजिन नो लाइक सडनली यू स्टॉप सींग एनी एड्स सडनली देर आर नो मूवीज नो टीवी शोज आर हैपनिंग नो म्यूजिक यू आर हियरिंग ऑल योर ऐसे यूटिलिटी वाली हैं पीपल आर नॉट चूजिंग की ऐसा डिजाइन ऐसा पैटर्न like life will become much harder but you i am learning one more perspective i would say maine padha aur maine socha aapke sath hi bolunga kitab maine padhi this is called the fall of human intellect okay and there's a paragraph about liberal and servile education okay it says in the late 19th century john henry cardinal newman authored a book in england entitled the idea of a university hmm Newman had used two terms liberal and servile to define the right and wrong mode of education respectively hmm he classifies education as servile which has a utility tag attached to it hmm out of utility while seeking knowledge the idea of using knowledge for any vocational mercenary or pecuniary purpose makes learning servile hmm the world has lost the beauty and grandeur of liberal education hmm and education uncontaminated with utilitarian motives hmm liberal knowledge is knowledge which is its own end sufficient in itself and apart from every external and ulterior objective yeah liberal education viewed in itself is simply the cultivation of the intellect i think for example in a place like delhi there is for one art teacher for every 1400 students and if i remember going back don't know 35 40 years to school art was a period jo hafte mein ek bari hota tha hmm matlab is tarah se hum log hypnotized the aur shayad ab ab bhi hypnotized hain ki matlab it was supposed to be the most boring period time cafe it had absolutely no attention at all hmm yeah तो मैं तो बहुत बात कर रहा हूँ इस चीज में जो मुझे आपसे सुननी चाहिए आर्ट और सोशो इमोशनल लर्निंग में क्या रिलेशनशिप है तो सोशो इमोशनल लर्निंग में हम बहुत सारी चीजें कहते हैं कि देर आर सम स्किल्स दैट चिल्ड्रन रियली नीड टू थ्राइव इन लाइफ जैसे की जैसे कि हैविंग स्किल्स ऑफ बीइंग एबल टू कम्युनिकेट बीइंग एबल टू रिजॉल्व कॉन्फ्लिक्ट्स बीइंग एबल टू डील विद पीपल अराउंड देम सो देयर देयर आर टू वर्ड्स नो इन सोशल एंड इमोशनल लाइक स्किल्स चिल्ड्रन नीड टू बी सोशल स्किल चिल्ड्रन नीड टू मैनेज देयर इमोशंस एंड एंड द वर्ड इज वेरी डिफरेंट आई एम नॉट सेइंग कंट्रोल देयर इमोशंस मैनेज देयर इमोशंस एक्सप्रेस फ्रीली एंड नो व्हेन टू एक्सरसाइज रिस्ट्रेंट एज़ वेल तो आर्ट का बहुत ही डायरेक्ट कनेक्शन है इन चीजों के साथ फॉर एग्जाम्पल जिसपे सही गलत के टैग्स नहीं है और जो लोग आर्ट इस तरीके से कराते हैं कि भाई ये सही है और ये गलत है देन देर लूजिंग द होल एसेंस ऑफ इट बिकॉज इट्स अ स्पेस फॉर एक्सप्रेशन सो लेट्स गो इन दैट कैटेगरी कि आर्ट में सही गलत नहीं है इट्स इट्स एन एक्सप्रेशन का स्पेस फॉर चिल्ड्रेन तो जब आप को एक जगह मिल रही है अपनी चीज बताने के लिए तो यू आर ऑलरेडी एक्सप्रेसिंग सम ऑफ योर इमोशंस You're already expressing how you interact with the world. What is your reality? What do you see in the world? So, pehle hi bache ye chizes jab express kar rahe hain, so they are building skills. For example, empathy is a skill. Jo bache build karte hain, jab wo art banate hain, kisi aur ke baare mein likhte hain, chahe wo janwar hi ho, ya that can be another person. So they're building that sense of empathy. They're building the sense of observation when they're working with art. Similarly. communication is another thing that they're building so let's say a child writes a poem and shares that they're communicating 
to you similarly for any other visual artwork they are creating or they are dancing like something they are communicating and that is connected to their emotions so they are learning to put something out in the world they are being social in that way so that's another way they're making choices when they're creating art kitna bada banao kitna chota banao kyunki answers nahi hai in cheezon ke pehle se likhe hue ki itna hi bada banega ya itni size ka banega ya yahan yahi shabd aana chahiye to children are making bahut high order critical thinking chal rahi hai yahan pe bachcho ki jisme they are making all those decisions so that's why like practicing something which which is so open and lib- क्या होगा अगर आपकी शादी हो जाएगी आपके बच्चे हो जाएंगे and i'm like so that's that's in like it happens in multiple ways right ya fir you know aapko dekh ke nahi lagta ki aap ngo chalate ho and i've never heard anybody say this to a man like it's only this is only reserved for women so that's there then there's also like categorizing so a lot of people feel like some like people let's say reach out to us for support also they feel like my work in the organization is let's say to build teams together relationship building curriculum design and uh, they would think that my co-founder holds mail ki uska kaam hai strategy and fundraising and that's actually not true and uh, so i've also seen that ki sexist behaviors in terms of so we recently like for example we did a fundraising campaign or so i designed a strategy for it and uh, people who are also my friends it's a sexist thing a lot of people don't realize but uh, it definitely is so it's fantastic to just be able to work with him he also has he also has all the skills and abilities that we would often not associate with male chauvinism <laughs> thankfully he is a feminist for sure and and i think him being there and him being able to acknowledge address absorb everything that comes at us when i'm dealing let's say with sexism at different points of time has truly been remarkable in terms of how i've experienced this so that's one so he, since he is here things always seem better if he wasn't here i would be angry all the time it's not like i'm not angry i'm angry some of the times but if he wasn't there i would be angry all the time about the sexism that i face in the work and definitely because of that i am misunderstood often my work is misunderstood often it's a long battle i say dheere dheere solve hoga like for example something and we are very conscious about it at slam out loud so something that we have one it's a small thing but it's an important thing for us right we don't ever say guys to people in the organization we're very conscious that we will use gender neutral terminology so we say friends dosto all of these things and we make sure that we reiterate that to different people at this point i want to quickly recite the poem written by one of your kids in the flam out loud community johnny johnny yes papa going out yes papa making decisions yes papa jinny jinny yes papa going out no papa choosing your career no papa gender equality ha 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 this poem strikes home the point particularly for people like me for whom it has been so difficult to appreciate and understand this gaurav aapke co-founder hain so how did you guys come to meet 
Yeah, only he is the guy. Thank you for that correction, Jagiafa. See, this is the hypnotization I am carrying and so many of us would be carrying. I hope that by this podcast, many would realize that they need to correct themselves. How did you two come to meet? Yeah, Gaurav and I taught together in the same classroom at TFI. So I founder him as a founder. He was... he was in this flight from Taiwan the ideation everything but that's how we met and we became beautiful friends because we were spending 6 hours with each other every single day teaching in the same classroom so we have a very deep friendship that that built over time and then he became my co-founder and couldn't be more grateful so i met him as a co-teacher having a co-founder it is definitely helpful like kai bar situations hoti hain there's the high and there are the low lows and if in the low lows you have somebody with you dividing grief is great however between a bad co-founder and a no co-founder a no co-founder is better so three situations a no co-founder bad co-founder good co-founder good co-founder best situation no co-founder second best bad co-founder avoidable so glad you are in the first one i am so glad to or uh, ये जो आप काम करती हैं डिसएडवांटेज्ड कम्युनिटीज के साथ ज्यादा ये काम मेरा ऐसा मानना है कि ये प्रॉब्लम तो सभी कम्युनिटीज में है आई एग्री या तो हैव यू एवर थॉट दैट द अदर कम्युनिटीज कुड आल्सो बी इंक्लूडेड इन दिस और हैव यू एवर बीन अप्रोच्ड बाय समवन हु वांटेड टू ब्रिंग देयर किड्स टू टू योर प्रोग्राम या yeah a lot of times and lot of people do approach and i agree with you mm-hmm. that it's not a problem only in disadvantaged children for the last 4 years we have focused only on disadvantaged children and as an organization because we wanted to develop some sort of focus some sort of direction some sort of knowledge and expertise as an organization and we felt like you going to both high income and low income at the same time might be distracting for us at this point one of the reasons we did it only with low income children for now was that for high income children often like artistic expression can be like one of the many hundred things they get to do because of privilege and of course it's a beautiful thing and of course they should get it uh, but for low income children we really feel that it could be the one thing that could change their life so that was also one of the reasons yeah. however we are considering it we have not taken a decision on it fully yet but we are considering of opening our programs for high income children as well because we know the need is definitely there yeah so we have been approached and we should be going in that direction very soon the impact today 50000 children correct what are the impediments between this 50000 and 5 million or 50 million yeah the biggest impediment is just the deprioritization of any kind of artistic expression or art based learning for children we have so much focus on memorization and reproducing facts in our curriculum which is so ingrained we teach to the test so doing something for like you said about liberal education for the purpose of doing it uh, or doing it itself as a reward seems very unnatural in our education systems a process where children's spirits are engaged in their learning process it seems very radical while that should have been the most natural idea so i think just this idea about how art based education is like a good to have but not a must have so that's one impediment it's not seen as a problem which is urgent and important so that's one impediment i think the second one would be like the resources while we are trying to create as much resources as we can to do better or to make available to the world like it takes time and currently such resources are not present our work as an organization is to not just address the problem but to also advocate that there is a problem like this because it's not seen as a problem itself so that's also another part of it i think if we can get over this impediment or if this mindset shift happens then it might not be as difficult to scale our work but shifting mindset is a work that takes time and consistent effort and consistent bright spots and proof of concepts so yeah we write it we will see so the new national education policy yes it has nothing which helps what you are saying of prioritizing liberal arts it does to be honest like it talks about how uh, art education is important it also talks about how tech can play a role for children to be able to see to have access to learning of arts and even in fact the ncif from 2005 which is the national curriculum framework talks beautifully about 
how art education should be integrated so policy wise we are actually good as a country our policies are fantastic at least in the domain that we are talking about it's the implementation which is the problem in one of my corporate assignments we had this csr project for design thinking we we had reached out about 3000 schools in the aurangabad district all the zila parishad schools oh nice with, with the design thinking and the one pushback which we always got from people or from people in our own company rather was that uh, there is not something tangible which you are doing it's not a building or it's not toilet or uh, it's not exactly. it's not toilet is my life's bane <laughs> <laughs> and why is that because it's like a toilet is tangible no the same uh, how have your inner voice mm. changed over the years i think my inner voice has evolved in so many ways in the last couple of years for example let's say when i was in college i did not i never wanted to become an entrepreneur for sure and i also i think did not have a long term view of my life uh, or thought of what i want to be doing in 10 years or what is it that i see myself as an instrument for however i feel like my voice has evolved uh, to to say or talk about things that are important to me and to also realize what is important to me i think and what has been consistent through all of what i felt important to me in my life has been children in the last couple of years i care about children i care about how they growing up what is happening in their education and i also am able to see 10 year view of what i want to do with my life 10 year 20 year sort of view and and my voice captures that so when i talk about it i talk about what i've learned through my experiences i think another thing that has changed about me discovering my own voice has just been being okay with accepting ambiguity and being okay with accepting that i could be wrong but i will learn and when i will you know know better then i will do better so i share what i have to say with the humility to say that this could be wrong but this is my truth at this moment and i'm okay with it yeah So when there are moments when you don't know what to do yeah what do you do i ask somebody else <laughs> i think about who can help me and there is always somebody who can help and when you spoke about resources resources are a problem today your main source of funding lies from corporates yeah so when i was saying resources are a problem at the that point i met like educational resources but uh, funding is also a problem so that's also correct so the funding is actually not corporates right now it's right it's right now individuals and crowdfunding and uh, there are some corporates and there are the biggest is right now foundations so we have a couple of foundations that support our work i don't know why jigyasa but uh, when i talk to you and as i'm talking to you now this hindi song comes to my head and i want to just recite this for you and for your work please allow me tum besahara ho to kisi ka sahara bano tumko apne aap hi sahara mil jayega kashti koi doobti pahuncha do kinare pe kashti koi doobti pahuncha do kinare pe तुमको अपने आप ही किनारा मिल जाएगा तुम बे सहारा हो तो ब्यूटीफुल ये सेम चीज दलाई लामा भी कहते हैं ही टॉक्स अबाउट कि जब हम खुद दुख में होते हैं अगर हम अपने आप में लगे रहें और उसी दुख के बारे में सोचते रहें तो हम और दुखी हो जाते हैं स्पिरिचुअल साइड में कुछ करते हैं आई डू एक्चुअली आई एम अ प्रैक्टिशनर ऑफ विपशना it come of meditation it's been a grounding practice in my life over the last many years and uh, i continue to practice it so that's one part of what really helps me spiritually and i think the other one is just calling it a spiritual practice because it heals me spiritually is walks so i go for an hour long walk every day also my i live in the hills so it's a bounty it's something i'm extremely grateful for तो मैं वॉक के लिए जाती हूँ रोज मोस्टली अलोन समटाइम्स माय सिस्टर कम्स अलोंग बट मोस्टली इट्स अलोन एंड दैट्स अ वेरी स्पेशल स्पिरिचुअल स्पेस फॉर मी व्हाट आर सम ऑफ द थिंग्स यू लर्न फ्रॉम हिल्स 
सो मैनी सो मैनी सो एक बहुत सुंदर किताब है जेन एंड दर्ट ऑफ मोटरसाइकिल मेंटेनेंस इन विच दर टॉक्स अबर्ट क्लाइंबिंग माउंटेन्स एंड डी टॉक्स अबर्ट की क्लाइंबिंग माउंटेन्स शुड बी डन स्लोली एंड इट शुड बी डन एट आर ओन पेस सो वेन यू आर फीलिंग विंडेड देन यू स्लो डाउन वेन यू आर फीलिंग बूस्ट ऑफ एनर्जी एंड डी टॉक्स अबर्ट how reaching the top of the mountain it's never about the destination it's about the path and it's about the sides the mountain is not about the top but it's about the sides because it's the sides where things grow and to be lost in this idea of a destination could be the most harmful things could be one of the most harmful things you could do to yourself because it's on the sides where things grow so if it there where your fortitudeness comes from values that have i think uh, always shown me the way and that's how i make decisions i make decisions that are in line with my values i struggle now uh, of course but but i try and do justice to it yeah i think the the only tricky part about it is taking that time to make that decision yeah so i make decisions fairly quickly but keep enough buffer to at least think about क्योंकि curiosity which is also the meaning of my name and i live up to it i'm very curious i ask questions i want to learn like the enthusiasm for learning is something that's very high in me as an individual i absolutely love that process so that's another there's another value which i think i try to live by its audacity i want to be audacious in how i dream and try to turn those dreams into reality in one way or the other like i often think about does this goal scare me if it does not then it doesn't feel like an audacious goal it doesn't feel like a goal at all so i want to live with that sort of value awareness is another really important value for me i want to know why i do what i do and i want my decisions to be rooted in the awareness sometimes it's also an awareness of i am shouting because i'm angry but for me the awareness is also okay where i am in life right now with ki theek hai I know why I'm shouting. Okay, awareness. Hey, now, now, let's see. Iska kya? How do you interpret the word love? Love is one of your values. More often than not, I think love for most is attachment. Yeah. Ah, uh, so, so what is love for you? When you say love as a value? Yeah, I think for me it's understanding. एक और बहुत से philosopher क्या कह सकते हैं? Religious figure भी हैं, spiritual figure हैं, Thiknathan. he talks about love being a form of understanding and he talks about when we are don't understand those we love we hurt them and so being able to empathize being able to really listen uh, and and this is love in relationships uh, where which i'm talking about so for me like understanding the person comes closest to love the other part of love is also connected to pushing and drive for doing something which is for example ki i have decided let's say i love this work and it's not merry on all days it's it's a boring paperwork karna hota hai bahut boring cheeze bhi hoti hain kuch kuch jo karni hoti hain and and to be able to say that i will do this because it will lead to x because there is this sense of purpose that is also something that i connect put into love ke andar maine bahut sari aur cheeze bucket kari hui hai so so being able to see the purpose will for me also come under this value of love and the last is to and the last is about like doing something with love 
राइट हम एक हम बर्तन धो सकते हैं एंड आई हेट डस्टिंग करवा लो आई एंजॉय दैट फोल्डिंग क्लोथ आई एब्सोल्यूटली एंजॉय मुझसे कितने भी कपड़े फोल्ड करवा लो या ऑर्गेनाइज करवा लो चीजें आई लव ऑर्गेनाइजिंग स्टार्ट बर्तन धोना इज जस्ट इट्स वेरी पेनफुल लाइक आई डोंट लाइक गेटिंग वेट अननेसेसरली एंड आई थॉट अबाउट कि अच्छा अगर मैं ये कर ही रही हूँ वॉट माइट इट लुक लाइक टू डू इट विद लव ये मैंने स्वामी मैथमेटिकल इक्वेशन में वो कहते हैं लव इज इक्वल टू अटैचमेंट माइनस सेल्फिशनेस या कभी कभी मतलब छोटी चीजें इक्वेशन फॉर्म में सुन के बहुत ही अच्छा लगता है ब्यूटीफुल आई विल सेंड दिस बुक ओवर टू यू हरिवंश राय बच्चन साहब की एक कविता है खड़ी जो सीधी रखते हैं अपनी रीढ़ कभी नहीं जो तज सकते अपना न्यायोचित अधिकार कभी नहीं जो सह सकते शीश नवा के अत्याचार एक अकेले हो या खड़ी हो उनके साथ भारी भीड़ मैं हूं उनके साथ खड़ी जो सीधी रखते अपनी रीढ़ सात स्टैंडा हैं पर आपके ऑडेसिटी के लिए मैं एक स्टैंडा बोलता हूं जो अपने कंधों से पर्वत से बढ़ टक्कर लेते हैं पथ की बाधाओं को जिनके पांव चुनौती देते हैं जिनको बांध नहीं सकती लोहे की बेड़ी जंजीर मैं हूं उनके साथ खड़ी जो सीधी रखते अपनी अब ये बताइए मैंने आपकी थोड़ी सी वर्कशॉप्स देखी और वो डू इट योरसेल्फ वर्कशॉप्स हैं स्टोरीज के लिए पोम्स के लिए तो आप मेरे साथ डू इट योरसेल्फ वर्कशॉप कब कर सकती हैं पोम के लिए अभी कर लेते हैं मुझे तो मतलब मैं मैं थोड़ा हिचकिचा के पूछ रहा था बट आई कम्प्लीटली ऑफर लेट्स डू इट लेट्स डू इट अभी कर लेते हैं लेट्स डू द इमोशन वन ओनली बिकॉज़ आपने देखी भी होगी बट लाइक डूइंग इट इन पर्सन इज सो मच फन जो आपकी पहली लाइन है दैट्स जस्ट द वैल्यू एंड द वर्ड इज लेट मी आल्सो राइट अ न्यू पोएम टुडे विद दैट सो लेट्स से माय वैल्यू इज ऑडेसिटी सो आई विल राइट ऑडेसिटी इज और आप भी अपने लिए कोई वैल्यू चूज करो हां मैंने चूज कर ली थी मेरी वैल्यू एंड माय वैल्यू इज कनेक्टेडनेस कनेक्टेडनेस इज ठीक है नाउ थिंक ऑफ अ कलर व्हिच रिमाइंड्स यू ऑफ दिस वैल्यू राइट ऑलराइट टेल मी व्हाट कलर इट इज कलरलेस ओके माइन इज ब्लैक ओके क्योंकि कई बार लोग ऑडेसिटी को ऐसे बहुत नेगेटिव वैल्यू देते हैं बट ब्लैक इज आल्सो लाइक अ पावरफुल कलर बिल्कुल ऐसे ब्लैक सो आवर सेकंड लाइन इज एज कलर एज ठीक है तो आपका था एज कलरलेस एज ब्लैक एज सो कनेक्टेडनेस इज एज कलरलेस एज एज नाउ थिंक ऑफ एन ऑब्जेक्ट दैट इज कलरलेस व्हिच यू कैन प्लेस देयर ओके इंटरेस्टिंग क्योंकि मेरा भी वही सिमिलर है मैंने लिखा इट साउंड्स लाइक एंड ओनली बर्ड सिंगिंग हर सॉन्ग एट द टॉप ऑफ अ माउंटेन ठीक है एंड वी विल कम टू द लास्ट लाइन व्हिच इज ऑडेसिटी इज एंड फॉर यू कनेक्टेडनेस इज एंड वी विल यूज वन वर्ड व्हिच इज अ डिस्क्राइबिंग वर्ड सोच लिया नहीं सोच सोच सर गिव मी अ थम्स अप व्हेन यू आर डन आपने सोच लिया मैंने सोच लिया सो अ डिस्क्राइबिंग वर्ड राइट सोच लिया ठीक है बताइए Unending. ठीक है. Now read the whole poem. Connectedness is as colorless as space. It sounds like the chirping of birds. 
connectedness is unending beautiful chemin audacity is as black as a jaguar it sounds like an only bird singing her song at the top of a mountain you have been a writer like not really i write poetry sometimes i write i like to write but like why not yeah of course i have been a writer but but ye usko formula dene ka formula i think that comes from being a teacher rather than a writer yeah to be able to simplify things break them down think about how it could be accessible those are things that i think about a lot so for being a teacher for what what is missing in teachers today i don't know we have such epic teachers in the world i don't know what is missing from teachers like everything like in any profession you will get people who are really like the, at the top of their game and people who are not being able to do justice to like ye thoda thoda bada generalized question hai ki what is missing in teachers today i think what is missing in the society today that fails to foster good teachers could be ki hum teaching ki job ke sath utni prestige attach nahi karte hain jitna ye zaruri kaam hai aur mujhe pata nahi kyun aisa lag raha hai mujhe aapse kehna chahiye ki जनरली पॉडकास्ट को एडिट करना पड़ता है थोड़ा हम हाँ सब निकालना पड़ता है पर मुझे ये ना अपने इन सारे पॉडकास्ट में जो मैंने किए हैं आई फील ये पोम टाइप हो रहा है कुछ लाइक लाइक रिवर इज फ्लोइंग और इससे बिल्कुल कोई छेड़खानी नहीं करनी चाहिए जिसको सुनना है सुने नहीं सुनना है नहीं सुने ऑन द वर्ड्स देर इज अ लॉट ऑफ एम्फोसिस and you you also say somewhere that i am very careful about the words i choose to say i am try to be and also you help us correct like you helped me correct today so i had this give, give me a second pick this up read it out to you ye ek kitab hai kahan se aayi to main nahi bata sakta but kabir in pakistan aur inhone is kitab ki shuruaat mein ek prayer likhi hai हमारे जाहिर को दुरुस्त कर दे हमारी बातिन को दुरुस्त कर दे हमारे देखने को दुरुस्त कर दे दिखाने को दुरुस्त कर दे सुनने को दुरुस्त कर दे और सुनाने को दुरुस्त कर दे बहुत ही सुंदर तो ये आपके लिए स्लैम आउट लाउड टीम के लिए विद दिस प्रेयर्स इफ देर एनीथिंग यू वुड वांट टू शेयर मोर ऑन दिस no i think i just like not more on this to be honest i want to share ki this was a conversation that was really flowing the river so thank you for anchoring it it was a very story like conversation so i think that was really beautiful thank you for doing that thank you very much i look forward to meeting you sometime whenever it is possible and main apne individual capacity mein if i am able to help your team with something have a conversation with them at some time feel free to ping me reach me out very happy to do that yeah thank you so much thank you so much kabhi kabhi aaungi kabhi na kabhi aur mera mann to hai ha zarur zarur bilkul i'm most welcome this is your home please be our guest whenever you are here Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Have a lovely day. Thank you. Bye.